no, 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 no one. No one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Fish. Show me the money. Let's get it rolling. BetQL. Picking fatties. What's up? Welcome back. It's another edition of BetQL. Picking fatties. It is June 21st, Tuesday, 2022. Your boy Bish from DC. Skippy Boy is in Colorado Springs. Of course, our boy Dylan Burns is in Freehold, New Jersey. Now make sure you download and subscribe and spread the word on the pod and tweet us at Pickin' Fatty. Skippy Boy, how you doing, bud? Fantastic. Ready for another big show. Excited for the upcoming guest. Let's get into it then. All right, let's welcome in our good buddy Eric Eager. VP of Research and Development at Pro Football Focus. You can tweet him at PFF underscore Eric, spelled with a C. E-Dog, what's up, bro? Hey, it's good to be on. It's it's a nice summer day, even in Minnesota, where it's normally cold. And so I uh, can't complain much. Hey, I appreciate the time, man. Uh, Looks hey, nice there. Oh, Looks he's, nice there. He's outside at a coffee shop. You got to love it. He's at a coffee shop in St. Paul. He loves it. He's having a great time. All right, let's talk some NFL win totals. Um, I know you're a Chiefs guy, so let's start with the Chiefs. I'm looking at a number here, um, 10 and a half. Now, obviously, Tyreek's gone. and goes to Miami. Yep. They added a couple receivers, actually more than a couple because they drafted Sky Moore out of Western Mish. But they add uh, Scantling. They add Juju, 10 and a half. Do you like the over or do you like the under 10 and a half? Give me your thoughts on the Chiefs. Yeah, last year was the first time in Andy Reid's coaching tenure in Kansas City where they went under. Uh, it was 12 and a half last year. They got to 12. Um, this year, I mean, I think we make it about 10. So I guess we'd, we'd have to go under here. I think of the Chiefs as much more of a sort of what I think of like a fat tail team where I'm probably not going to bet much uh, on them at anything like minus 110, but I'm going to bet things like them, you know, 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Um, I might bet them, you know, I think it's somewhere like, is it like seven to two to win the AFC or something like that? Like I, I'm more on that end with them. So I, if anything, I'd bet under, I think it's going to take them a while, much like it did last season to get going. Um, they have the hardest schedule in the NFL per our metrics, about a point harder per game than the average team on a neutral field. So I, I'd have to go under, but like, I, I'm not rushing to the window to bet that, but, but right. that's, that's kind of where I am with them. Do they win the West, though? Do they win the West? Do you think they win the West? Uh, no. Um, they're the favorite. I think they should be. I think that they, you know, obviously are the uh, – they'll win the West in a plurality of the, you know, like let's say the, the universes that we're in. Um, but, you know, they're less than 50% there. Um, I, I don't think I would bet it. I would probably, you know, lean more at this point. I have some chargers at four to one when that was, you know, pre Khalil Mack, pre off season for them. Uh, I wouldn't touch it at the current number. I think the current number right now, you either have to look to Vegas at something like 13 to two or, or somewhere like, uh, you know, uh, the Denver Broncos with the, with the, uh, division's easiest schedule. Yeah. I'm in Colorado, so I think that I think Russell Wilson makes a huge difference this year. I mean, that's probably going to be the best division in football, possibly oh, yeah. the AFC West. Oh yeah, you know, depending on health, obviously. But I think Denver's flying under the radar. That defense is nasty, and if they don't have to carry the load, I mean, they've been awful on offense for the last few years, just awful. Denver's Denver. win total, Eric, is ten as well. I like it. 
I think you get a push at least on Denver. Yeah, I think the big risk, though, I, to me, it's it's another one of those. Every team in that division, I either bet under on win total or I bet them to win. Like, I think if you make it out of that division, you're you're a Super Bowl contender. That, that, that's trivial to say, but like, you're if you make it out of that division, you're a Super Bowl contender. I don't necessarily know, though. You know, if, if you know they come out of it at ten and seven, you know, uh, Denver comes out of it at nine, nine and eight, or something like that. Whether or not, you know those teams can't win at all. Like we, we saw Cincinnati last year at 10 and seven go in and actually, you know, you know, make some hay in the AFC. So for all of those teams, I'm probably either going to bet under their season win total or for the one I like the most, probably bet them, a, a, you know, a Super Bowl future. All right. I wanted to ask you about the jets because uh, it's obviously year two, Robert Salah from, under. from head coach year two, Zach Wilson. They went out and drafted Garrett Wilson they drafted um, they drafted Brees Hall. All right, so they they had high picks. They got Jermaine Johnson. I get it, but their total, their win total, set at six. Yeah. I mean, I think that's so freaking high. I don't know how you feel. Six as a win total for the Jets. You think over or under that? I, I think anybody that does like a simulation is always going to like overs on things like that. I have not bet it. I know it was five and a half early, and then people bet it up after the draft, and I, I get that because. You know, they traded up essentially for two picks in the top 36 in Johnson uh, and Hall, in addition to having two top 10 guys in Wilson and and Sauce Gardner. That defense was terrible last year. I think we we underestimate how terrible that defense was because the offense was so putrid. Um, but that, that team has a ways to go. Uh, if, if I'm betting anything on the Jets, it's honest to God, that division, which went from 25 to 1 to like 18 to 1 post-draft, I, I don't think I could take 18 to 1 even, but... To me, it's like you need basically that whole division to fall down and for the Jets to emerge for that thing to make sense because the AFC is just too stout for me for them to go wild card, for them to win eight or nine games. This isn't the NFC where teams like Detroit and Washington and Minnesota like all have a chance to win eight or nine games just because there's uh, an easy schedule. Like This is no cakewalk, and I, and I think the Jets, unfortunately, are going to succumb to that, and, and it's going to be tough for Robert Salah and company, I think, and Zach Wilson to come back from it because – you know, they, they picked a really tough time in the AFC to rebuild. I, I agree. That that East is going to be good, too. No question. All right, before we move on to the WNBA quickly, is there a team, Eric, that you think, uh, based on your research, is significantly better than last year? Significantly better, I think, Detroit. Um Wow. And, and I don't okay. and I don't know if they're if they're better, better, right? I don't know if they're fundamentally better, but you look at them, um, their schedule is like, you know, three three quarters of a point easier than the average team on a neutral field. They don't play any games after one o'clock Eastern. They don't go west of the central time zone. Um, you know, all of those things I think contribute to uh, a resurgence. You have three first round picks on the offensive line. You have, you know, Hawkinson and Williams to go with St. Brown and Chark. Uh, on defense, you have Aiden Hutchinson and, and the return, uh, you know, of Jeff Akuda to go with Amani Albuquerque. I think, and that team played hard. That team yeah. scored the majority of the like the team scored the most points per game when uh, the win probability was less than one percent of any team last year. That that's not a predictive stat, but it does tell me that that team gave a crap uh, for that coach Dan Campbell. So I think they'll be okay. Plus, you know, that division, you know, the Packers lost some pieces the vikings are who who are they they're going to be the vikings every single year and the bears are terrible so uh, i think the the detroit i think followed 
that, I, I wrote an article on PFF.com today about the Washington Commanders. I think we're sleeping a little bit on the Washington Commanders, and it's because uh, uh, you know we get psyched about that. Yeah. Wow, really? Excited. Okay. Yeah, we all like Taylor Heineke, so we were all more likely to sort of overvalue him. But he was terrible last year, and I, I think Wentz, even though Wentz isn't great, Wentz is an upgrade over him on that offense. Okay. All right, Skippy, you want to touch on the WNBA real quick before yeah, he, we let him go? Yeah, because he this guy's the guru. What do you give me some good stats on the WNBA? I'm like, I think Vegas is to me, if if I was gonna because I watch it a lot and pick some games. So I think the top four teams, not even by just record, but just by my eyes. I mean, Connecticut, I think Vegas is number one, even though I know Connecticut beat them at Vegas, but I think Vegas, Connecticut. I think the Mystics, when they play, and and you can't, it's hard to count out Seattle. Although they've been, they've had injuries and COVID issues all year. Yeah. And then the rest of the league is kind of like you know Phoenix is a train wreck. Sparks, uh, Indiana Fever are a joke. Atlanta's surprising a little bit this year, but they're starting to fade. What do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's interesting. I would put Chicago in that top group. Oh yeah, um, Chicago too. I forgot about them. Very yeah. good. Yep. Yeah, I think Chicago's interesting, right? Because they were a 500 team last year that won the championship. A lot of that was they they lost seven straight with Candace Parker or injured. But like they they have a lot of like yet like yesterday was a classic Chicago sky game where they have a 13 point lead and they blow it at the end. And you know, but but at the same time, it's really hard to fade that Chicago team because when they decide to play, when Candace Parker's engaged, that team is really tough to beat. So whereas the Aces, I mean, the Aces are a team that I think you know, is, is, I mean, they're basically even money to win the championship. And I agree with that. I think they're just an absolute house. They have so many ways that they can beat you. Um, the, the one team that I think can, and they lost yesterday. So it's a little bit interesting, but I think the Connecticut sun, Brianna Jones is actually the, the league leader in win shares right now. She comes off the bench for them as a post player, but she's an absolute, like she just comes in and just churns out buckets for them. You add to that, you know, Courtney Williams, who's a great shooter and, and, uh, you know, uh, Dewana Bonner and, and so on and so forth, like uh, Jungle John. Like, they're just a very deep team, and I think that that's the one team that can really come in because, you know, when you look, they, they've historically been a great defensive team. But if you look at all their offensive metrics, to me, they're the one team that can compete with Becca Hammond, what she wants to do in Las Vegas, which is get up and down the floor and score 100 points a game. That, that to me, is the one team that I think can really challenge Las Vegas in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they just went to Vegas, I guess it was two weeks ago. Yeah. They were just absolutely annihilating when that game. Then Vegas closed the gap. I still, I think they still won by seven. But you hit the key is high scoring game, and Connecticut's not known for that. But I, I agree with you. I think they definitely can play that style. Yesterday they just shot horribly at at the Mystics. They were down twenty most of the game. But no, I agree with you for sure on that. I think that those are would be my two. And you know you can't count out the Mystics. Mystics beat uh, the Aces earlier as well. Yeah, when they and they have great defense. Don. Yeah. Yeah, they have great defense. Alicia Clark, you know, she she came over from Seattle. She was a two-time uh, WNBA champion there. She came over, broke her foot last year, so she didn't get to play. She's a very good wing defender, and Della Dom, when she plays, uh, is a wonderful player. Cloud is a good point guard as well. Uh, that That's a team I like. Um, you know, I, I think when you look at Seattle, you mentioned them. I think the hardest part, and, and I was actually just at a Lynx game against Seattle, and I, I've been noticing this betting them because they seem to fade down the stretch of, like, a lot of games. Um, I think the COVID thing took has taken a toll on some of their best players. Uh, you know, especially Brianna, uh, Brianna Stewart, who I think is the, you know, in the running for the best player in the league. You just watch her at game in and game out, and she's sort of laboring at the end of games. So, from a betting perspective, that to me is one 
where you think about Chicago always fades down the stretch of games because they're a little older, especially at their best players. And I think Seattle as well because their best player had COVID. And I don't necessarily know if it's that trivial to, to get over it this, these days. I totally agree with that. Yep. Eric, appreciate the time, bro. Uh, have fun up there in St. Paul. Enjoy your coffee break. We'll talk to you in the next few weeks. I appreciate the time, man. Yep. Thanks, Thanks for having me on. Take care. Yep. You see got you, it, that's Eric Eager, VP of Research and Development, Pro Football Focus. You can tweet him at PFF underscore Eric with a C. Yeah, got to thank Dave Salfaro for getting him on as well. That was DS Salfaro. Yeah. Dave Salfaro. Dave Salfaro. So appreciate that, Dave. Yeah, he he's knowledgeable, huh? He loves it. He, I love people that know, but nobody knows about the WNBA. He knows it all. He knows it all, man. He just broke down. He was throwing all kinds of names out there. Um, all right, we got to get out of here. No picks tonight, Skippy. No picks. But we're back yeah, tomorrow. A little disappointing. Uh, again, back with more plays Wednesday and just a big fat week of winners. Later. Right. See you. Skippy Peace. and Bish. Make sure you spread the word. Bet QL picking fatties. Peace. Spread it. Peace. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL Picking Fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating and you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week and we're giving out fatties.